Hey, it's Tim Hill here from the Digital Agency Series podcast, where we meet digital agency founders from all around the world. We find out how they started their agencies, how they grew in the early days, and how they scale their businesses today. Digital Agency Series is presented by seoptima.com, the world's best SEO audit and reporting tool, trusted by over 1,500 agencies to automate their SEO audits and generate new business leads. If you haven't tried it, check it out, sign up for a free 14-day trial at seoptima.com. Today, I'm chatting with Henry Ung, Managing Director of Verse Design, a multi-award-winning full-service digital agency based in Singapore. Henry's team of nearly 100 digital experts spans four locations, including Singapore, Vietnam, India, and the Philippines. Henry, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, Tim, thank you for having me on board. It's it's great to chat. Uh, you know, you you started Verse Design nearly twelve years ago. Uh, can you think back to two thousand and nine? What actually led you to to start the agency? Uh, well, actually, when we started off, we started off as a consulting company back in two thousand nine, helping our SME clients to tap on various grants, and we stumbled upon an opportunity back then to help clients without any online presence to set up their website. So how it works is that the government provides a grant for business owners who do not have an existing website. And that's how we started our business. Yeah. And, you know, when you were starting out, you know, finding those those first clients, do you remember how you actually got them? Like what methods did you use for, for lead gen? Okay. Uh, as mentioned earlier, we have a grant which allows clients without online presence to only pay a few hundred dollars and then the government will pay the remaining $2,000 for them to develop this website when we are done with the project. So this is kind of popular back then and uh, because we managed to get on board this, so there were many companies that were without a website and sales was easy back then and we managed to sell more than 60 of such uh, government grant projects in a period of three months. Yeah, wow. And what kind of, like, what kind of businesses were they, just out of, out of interest? Uh, no, most of our clients that come on board, they, um, they, they are a wide range of clients going from uh, oil and gas, from education, from e-commerce. So they don't have any specific uh, industries. Yes, okay. Um, something that I really thought was, was interesting about uh, Verse is that you publish your, your agency's values and, and your company culture on your website. I really liked that. Um, and I wondered, you know, what, what informed this and uh, how, do you, how do you actually make it part of your everyday processes? Oh, actually, uh, it's interesting because uh, uh, that you actually managed to take a look at our website and find out our values and our culture appreciate that uh, actually we our, we feel that our values define us on uh, how we treat our employees and clients so the information posted online is not for any marketing purpose but to tell people who we really are and how we treat our people including our clients and our employees the working culture listed is listed on the website because this is one of the more popular questions that we get during interview uh, of yeah. new employees. So that's why instead of uh, answering them one by one, I find that it's more productive for me to put up everything 
online so that they can read about our company before they come to join us. Did, did you find that they were, they've always been interested in that or is it just more recently that, that prospects like new hires are becoming more interested in that? In that? Well, I think uh, all along, I think for the past five years, whenever we come to the questions like we pose to the candidates who walk in for interview, like, uh, uh, do you have any questions for us? They would mm. definitely be asking what is the working culture like? Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah, I mean, like, I guess on that point, when, when you're going through hires, I'm always interested in, you know, how agencies hire and uh, with with the fact that your your values and, and culture is like you know on there on your site how what do you actually look for in new hires to to match that uh one of my favorite quotes that uh i love is from steve jobs and it says uh stay hungry stay foolish so when we mm. do hire uh i actually look at how hungry a person is and in terms of his commitment to achieve success so to us, uh, we look more at the attitude and to us, attitude means everything. Yeah. Yeah. And if you uh, are hiring from agency side, like people who have come from other agencies versus perhaps from the brand side, do you see any different kind of cultural, uh, you know, work cultural differences between those two groups? Uh, of course. Uh, we have over the past 10 years have uh, opportunity to hire uh, people with experience so uh, i believe there are merits in both ways you know so we have come across people who came along with uh, other agencies but and so they, they were able to contribute ideas like how other agencies are doing this and how they are doing overcoming of uh, some problems that they face uh, but we do also hire a lot of uh, fresh graduates so the thing is that when yeah. we have a system and we need people to follow our system it is better to always hire fresh graduates someone without a real experience in it because they would yeah. be able to uh, follow according to the rules and regulations and the procedures that you implement in the pop in the company where some of those who come from the web agencies they may not be able to uh, follow this as well yeah that's a really good point yeah yeah very interesting i mean i think um one thing i'm i'm really interested to learn from you as well is um how you're if you know kind of switching gears now how you're prospecting and finding new potential clients today what tactics are you using there okay uh, i think this is also related to what seo optimizer is doing which is uh, seo so basically we rely uh, on clients visiting our website and submitting their inquiries a lot uh, our tagline i i just want to focus a little bit on our tagline it says designing yeah. web excellence and to me designing web web excellent actually refers to three things which we strongly believe in and they are having an awesome design compelling contents and qualified traffic so as such uh, our clients are basically coming from our qualified traffic which is what we believe in so they are either using seo sem or social media marketing 
So we find that in this way, when we attend to enquiries submitted through online, they have a higher closure percentage as compared to us doing cold calling of clients. Yeah, interesting. And so do you still do cold calling or is it all all inbound these days? Uh, no, we, we, we have stopped uh, using any cold calling techniques or and just focus on yeah. our inquiries. Yeah, fantastic. And just as well, just on that point, quite out of interest again, do you uh, service only clients in Singapore or other other countries as well? Uh, okay, uh, we have, uh, most of our inquiries that are submitted online, I would say about 95% are, always, uh, are based from Singapore. Yeah. Uh, but we do have 5% of inquiries coming from all over the world. And wow. we have also managed to uh, develop websites in languages that we actually do not understand. Yeah. One, one of the rare, more challenging uh, projects that we have done is in, uh, in Miami's, which is uh, the language is almost like in characters that is unrecognizable to us at all. You literally have the global market open to you. Yeah, that's, that's excellent. Um, what do you think, uh, you know, in terms of agency growth, what do you think is the, the biggest uh, challenge? Okay. I would say uh, growing an agency uh, has the same problem as most, if not all, small and medium enterprise. And to us, that is manpower. So to me, I'm always looking at uh, strategies in terms of hiring and retaining good people. And that is the most challenging aspect. I, uh, I really relate to that. I mean, I'm, a, I'm an ex-agency person uh, and the amount of churn of, of staff is, is really, uh, it's really high. I feel like in our industry, in, in, in marketing and agencies, uh, there's really high churn. I mean, a, apart from the, the company culture and, and kind of the, the strong values that you have, what, what do you think is a good retention uh, model for um, staff? Uh, what we have is uh, we have to understand that uh, just like uh, an agency or any business owner, uh, any business, small and medium business, uh, it is impossible to retain 100% of the people all the time. Yeah. So it is almost like uh, a certainty that uh, it it is impossible to retain hundred percent of the people so we have to be able to uh, give up on that idea yes. and instead we have to tell ourselves that we need to focus on a core group of people so we need to focus on let's say in our company we focus on 30 to 40 percent okay so we have a course team of people whereby the benefits could be uh, slightly better and we could even have a bond for these employees in our company. Yeah. Whereas the other 60 to 70% uh, of the employees, we will have to be able to, it, it is not as if like we, we do not have benefits, but we, we still have benefits for them. And it's for yes. them to show uh, their interest in continuing work with our company and yeah. then for them to grow into this core group of uh, people. Yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. Excellent. Um, 
And then just, I guess, regarding the services that, that the agency offers, you cover both the technical development side as well as the marketing consulting side. I was really interested in your region. Where do you see the most market demand at the moment? Okay. At the moment, because uh, due to COVID, we have uh, seen uh, a drop in terms of uh, technical development, which yeah. Uh, very customized uh, mobile apps or web applications. There has been a drop in terms of the inquiries. Mm. So the more, uh, but on the bright side, what we see on a growing trend is inquiries for e-commerce websites. Yeah, I see. And what about on the kind of marketing services side? Uh, okay. I think in terms of uh, marketing services like uh, SEO, hmm. SEO, social, yeah, uh, I believe a lot of uh, newcomers or a, a, a lot more business that is going to e-commerce, they will now realize that uh, it is more important for them to have such a, a marketing techniques so that they can drive qualified traffic to their websites instead of, you know, um, otherwise it is a kind of waste for them if they are to come on board having a website, but then no visitors come to their website. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I guess related to that, uh, what are the common problems that uh, business owners face when they, they set up their website for the first time? Okay. Uh, in I believe that uh, there are two common problems faced by our clients yeah. uh, even after their website is developed. Okay, A lot of SME business owners now understand the importance of uh, having a professional and good-looking website. However, there is still a high percentage of customers who do not take website copywriting seriously. Mm. So the first problem is that we have many clients with nice websites but the content itself is not so convincing or persuasive. The second problems faced by customers uh, are that they, a lot of customers believe that a website is a one-off investment. They pack a sum of 3000 to 5000 set up the website and they expect miracles to happen. But we have to be able to convince them that uh, more efforts are required. A lot of such customers, they do not take effort to post contents or blog articles or do not invest in SEO or SEM itself. And when they do not participate in this on a monthly or regular basis, the inquiries from their website actually do not improve or won't come in. Yeah. So these are the two common problems faced by uh, clients. and. It is where we try to educate them on and uh, try to bring them on board these two services that we have. I think that's a great point about education. You know, that's, I, I think that that's kind of really half the job of an agency, right? It's like, you know, certainly uh, advising, but almost like being this this uh, educator for your for your clients and actually telling them why. Uh, showing them, you know, the the journey, the use cases, and and all that kind of stuff. I think that that's 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 the uh, the unspoken job of a, of a lot of agencies. Um, 
also, uh, you know, when, when COVID-19 started affecting Singapore, I'm interested to know what your agency did to react and, and adapt to that new landscape. Okay. Uh, fortunately for us, uh, the government understand that uh, most businesses in Singapore need to move into e-commerce. And uh, the government provided this grant for business owners to set up an e-commerce website. So we were one of the fortunate ones. And as such, when COVID-19 hit Singapore, we were actually flooded with inquiries about setting up e-commerce website using wow. government grant. Yeah. So uh, COVID-19 did not affect our industry in that much. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it affected us positively because uh, there were more inquiries coming in for e-commerce websites. That's that's really fantastic that the Singaporean government, um, you know, had had this great initiative. You know, I think for a lot of uh, people around the world, you know, in in other countries, some governments have re reacted very differently. Um, you know, even even large markets like the US that are still trying to trying to catch up with, with supporting small business. So is it right that the Singapore government um, enhanced this grant to 80%? So they were covering 80% of, of the cost of development. Is that is that how it worked? Well, yeah. Uh, actually, wow. This, uh, 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 this is only a slight improvement. Uh, before the COVID hit, actually, there was this uh, Productivity Solutions Grant, which you mentioned earlier. Yeah. But the government only fund up to 70%. Oh, 70 Okay. Yeah. So there's a 10% increment, uh, yeah. which our finance minister increased from 70% to 80%, and it will only last until December 31st, 2020. Uh-huh. So yes. In my opinion, I believe that uh, COVID-19 uh, has forced um, every business owner to relook at how things can actually work. Yeah. So even in our company, where some of our staffs were telling me that you know uh, they cannot work from home as they have to meet up with clients in person, but when COVID nineteen hits, uh, they suddenly were able to work from home because they know that if they are not able to work from home, they will be left without without a job. So yeah. likewise, uh, I believe this. Productivity Solutions Grant has benefited others. Uh, uh, I, I believe this uh, COVID, it has, uh, I believe that there are many business owners who think that their business cannot rely on website or e-commerce in the past. However, yeah. when Singapore went into the so-called lockdown, a lot of business owners start to reimagine how website or e-commerce can help them. And this will uh, definitely affect how they work in future, even when COVID is no longer with us. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I feel that this is this has just changed the game, hasn't it? You know, you've got so many businesses that are that are coming online now, and um, you know, even even a lot of the tools that we're using and, and communication tools um, between businesses and their customers has has you know evolved so much you know in the last just the last year because of what's happened i guess what does that mean now for for those design in the future you know when you look to 2021 and beyond uh what are you working on or what what do you expect that's going to come in the market that that will um you know change the way that you do business with with clients 
Okay, this is interesting because you are talking about uh, all the different communication tools and uh, uh, I think uh, in future what we are looking at is that uh, uh, COVID-19 has actually affected our way of thinking. It has affected on how we work and one of the possible we one of the possible area whereby first design is looking at is that we are looking at potential opportunity to explore overseas clients. As we discussed earlier, you know, uh, only about five percent of our clients are from overseas. But with COVID nineteen hitting around, uh, and we were not, and, and even in Singapore, we met, we actually went into the so called lockdown. We have to do a lot of video calls via Zoom or Google Hangout with our clients. Yes. So this sets our management thinking that you know if we can reach our Singapore customers and explain to them, find out what are their requirements using Zoom and Google Hangout, maybe, maybe we can also do the same thing by reaching out to clients, let's say from uh, Jakarta or yeah. Kuala Lumpur or even from where you are, Melbourne or Sydney, which is just yeah. two hours time zone difference away from Singapore. So in this yes. way, we hope to penetrate overseas market and then we won't become so reliant on just one domestic Singapore market. That makes a, a lot of sense. Do you, do you think where, where, like if you were to pick one city out of all of those, where do you think is the natural kind of next, next step? Oh, uh, I would like to try Melbourne or Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. great. That place, I think, uh, uh, I, I believe uh, the exchange rate for uh, Aussie and Singapore dollars is very close to each other, and I believe uh, I've been to that place itself, uh, yeah. and I believe that there's a good chance that if we set up originally, uh, just doing Zoom call or or Google Hangout with them, eventually we will need to have a technical team in these cities. And I believe yes. there's good places in which we can expand to. I agree. I mean, I think that that's, that's actually a very interesting idea as well, because when you look at Australian uh, population, there are a lot of, you know, um, residents who are from, uh, you know, you name it, Singapore, Malaysia, Hong Kong, like it's, it's, it's such a, a multicultural place, especially when you look at Melbourne and Sydney. Uh, that there is, I think, actually some some up, some kind of soft landings almost when you look at you know business owners who are expats or when you look at uh, you know organisations over here who are trying to to target um, you know various uh, demographics in Australia. You know, I was talking with a brand the other day that uh, is wanting to really use, say, for example, WeChat um, and you know using other platforms that are kind of like emerging but they're not they're not you know uh fully mainstream in in australia but i i think that that's actually a fantastic market opportunity um but do you think that that would be soon like in the next in the next year uh, there is a we are tapping on when uh, our employees and uh, government grant to look into that 
Yeah. Uh, something that is uh, I am interested to work on. I've been to that place, Melbourne. Uh, yeah. Two or three times. I love that place. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's just a short flight away. It also uh, one it of is. the things that it keeps first ongoing is uh, we do not stand still. We always try to let our staffs know what is coming up in the next three to six months. What is coming up in six to twelve months time? Things like that. Yeah. So just for example, in our case in Singapore, because of uh, COVID nineteen, we actually uh, before COVID nineteen hits, we actually have an office space of about three thousand seven hundred square feet. Oh wow! But because of COVID nineteen inquiries, and we have to hire more project managers and more sales to handle the inquiries for e commerce websites. Yeah. Uh, we have to take on a new uh, rental space additional of 1,800 square feet ah. and uh, this just I just collected the key today so oh wow a renovation. Con- congratulations <laughs> oh, thank you so we are going to do a renovation and move in yeah. some of our new staff to the new office uh, in a month's time so yeah. uh, the staff has been informed this in October so this kind of uh, this is the strategy which we adopt we try to let the staffs be part of what we are we do not hide things from them they know what is ongoing and so this Australia thing is has always been on my mind but yeah uh, it's a challenge but you know we do not want to fly all the way to Melbourne to set us up but uh, before COVID we would think that we need we will need to do that but right now with COVID happening actually what we can do is we can you know set up online business a new name having some traffic from Melbourne or Sydney drive coming to this website then setting up a phone conversation with them and uh, Google Hangout calls with them things like that so I believe this is something that is doable and that we would like to try for it I think that's a great plan well look Henry thank you so much it was a, a pleasure chatting with you uh, for, for anyone that wants to uh, follow your story, well, check out Verse Design. Uh, their website is versedesign.com. Give them a like on Facebook. Uh, their username is at Verse Design Singapore. And join us next time when we chat with another agency founder about starting and growing their digital agency. I'm Tim Hill, and thanks for tuning in. <laughs>